0: David Dimbleby just put on his glasses Shit just got real
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's going to
0: be the bumper Okay cool
1: everybody, and welcome to World 1 Stage 1, the first show at our new home.
2: I, oh, yes. Yes. I am Simon. I'm being looked expectantly at, and by the way, my name is Troy. And I am aspiring Pokemon Master
0: Jack. Hint, now,
2: hint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shut up, this. rival of mine, <laughs> Troy Oak.
2: <laughs> Shut up, we're going to save this for later.
0: <laughs> Election note, Michael Howard's on TV, and he's in the sunlight.
1: Yeah, we are recording on the day the results are announced for the British general election, and we haven't actually had our constituency return yet, so at some point during the show you might hear us all freak out.
0: And start cursing out everyone in town.
1: We live in a Liberal Democrat marginal, which will mean nothing to our American listeners. So to briefly explain, uh, our constituency is quite likely to go conservative, and we don't want that to happen. Which
0: means we basically, we're very likely to flip from being left-wing to being right-wing. Yes, basically. Which would suck royally. Anyway, this is not relevant to the show. It's not politics doesn't come up in the game we're talking about. At least I don't think it does. If I it... don't know.
1: Although, we are going to be discussing red versus blue.
0: Oh yes!
1: <laughs> I, I guess. So there is some relevance. Election Day, Pokemon.
0: Red, blue, and Yellow.
2: Oh my god!
0: Awesome. Excellent. We have done
2: this well. We've actually managed to turn the UK general election into a Pokemon analogy. So, we haven't done this intentionally, it's worth pointing out. I
0: don't know. But now I'll never be able to see Nick Clegg without imagining him walking with a Pikachu at his side. So,
1: was Pikachu the starting Pokemon
0: for Yellow? Yeah, Yeah. and he always walked by your side rather than going into his his Pokeball. Just like
1: in the show. Who were the starting Pokemons then?
0: Well, should we just notice that we are talking about... Pokemon. I yeah, think we have this yeah, show. Okay, cool. yep. It's the Pokemon show. It is. Oh man, we just need to totally do that. Just the Pokemon show.
2: No, they do that on Pokemon. It's a but Pokemon radio. I think Ch- we're Shut be talking up.
0: about the original Red and Blue, yeah. and maybe occasionally Yellow. But um yeah, Red and Blue. You're starting Pokemon. You. If anyone doesn't know what Pokemon is, it is a an so, RPG. Is that a good way to describe it? I'm not
1: it? sure RPG is quite right. They they call it an RPG, but. It is in the Japanese vein of collecting games. It's it's a bug-catching
0: sim gone to the nth degree, where the bugs can occasionally be like bears or dragons or things like that. Or Uh, magnets. Yeah. uh, How the fuck do they work?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I actually quite... Because I'm quite a fan of the series. I enjoy Pokemon. But uh, one of Simon's comments was, it's effectively inventory management. Mm. I reckon if you take inventory management plus rock, paper, scissors... There is where the heart of how Pokemon works. Yeah, that's about
1: it. I mean, I can see Pokemon as a social activity. Mm -hmm. I can totally understand people who got into it who had link cables and were all about Um, battling each other. Me and my brother. I never had that when Pokemon was big, so it never really appealed to me Mm. because as a purely single-player experience, I didn't see a great deal
2: in it. You're missing some of the content as a result. Yeah. Which is fair enough.
1: Mm. Especially now that... As it's gone on, the emphasis seems to have become battling your friends, trading with your friends, over Wi-Fi now and everything. Which is a, a, a great innovation for the series, I Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Definitely, yeah. But it's a sort of tacit acknowledgement from Nintendo that, yeah, this is a multiplayer experience, primarily.
0: Mm-hmm. But the single-player game has increased, has gotten better and better with each one, and as the Pokemon got weirder and weirder <laughs> with each installment. Well, shall we take a step back? Yeah. And, and kind up. of,
2: what do you, the world itself, Pokemon, what is that... How does it function? Right
0: <laughs> Pokemon, picture this: you are a 13 well, red and blue, you are a 13 year old boy. Your mother has essentially kicked you out of the house. You've taken a job from a strange man who lives up the road who has asked you to wander the globe and not, not cast- the globe, not the whole globe. Okay, well, just the, this nation that you live in of yeah. Kanto, and find all of the Pokemon there, Pokemon being pocket monsters.
2: Animals, really? You, yeah, it's you don't see any other animals. They
0: are there, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Um, well, I'm going by the the TV series in which there were the occasional like fish things like that, that weren't actually Pokemon. Oh, okay. Um, it only happened very rarely though. But mostly, yeah, Pokemon sort of fill in the niche roles uh, held by most animals. And you're meant to run around and find all 150, 151, depending on sort of who you ask, when you ask, etc., etc. Yeah. Of these little beasties that are roaming the land. And whilst you're doing that, you can catch them in a sort of specially designed capture mechanism, whatever you call it, a Pokeball. Yeah. So, it's just words, a
1: spherical container.
0: And then you make them fight to the, not to the death, but to the, and I'm air quoting here, to the faint. <laughs> <laughs> it's non-lethal fighting. Pretty much, yeah. It is essentially, it's from the old um, Japanese pastime of bug collecting and, you know, getting your beetles to fight each other and push each other out of a ring.
1: Yeah, it was the uh, creator of Pokemon was a keen yeah, collector he was, a when he was a child. In his,
0: in his childhood. Um, or at least that's what I remember what I'm reading when uh, Red yeah. and Blue first came out. And it isn't that sort of thing. You sort of, you, so essentially, you go, you're you kicked out of your house at age 13, you take a job from a strange old man, you travel the world, stealing animals and forcing them to battle to the death with each other. That is Pokemon. That is nutshell. as far as, I, right, that's, 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 as I've
2: always understood it, yes. Yeah. That's rather a sort of biased representation of the the Pokemon world. The the universe that Pokemon is
1: set in is very geared up towards this pastime, almost exclusively. Yeah. Most towns you visit will have two businesses, maybe three, as far as I can tell. One of them being a Pokemon centre... Which, which isn't is
0: really business. It's, it's free healthcare. It's universal
1: to... healthcare for Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other one being the Poke Shop. The Pokemart. Where you can buy Pokemon
2: related goods. Like or the potions. department store in the big city, which is always like the, a four story bitch in Pokemart.
0: Yeah. It's still a
2: Pokemart, really. It's a t- department store.
0: and Unless it's Goldenrod rod and gold and silver. Because so you know what? That's got six floors. And it's got three sub basements, Troy. <laughs> it's got three special buttons.
1: And there might be Don't... a gym. Yes. And other than that, it always seems to be housing.
0: So, and only like two or three of those. So, how quite are they can call themselves cities? I'm not entirely sure. So this world revolves around Pokemon. Yeah, almost entirely. There is only one occupation you can really. Well, there are two occupations you can take. Mum. Well, I was going to say fisherman or nurse. Pokemon catcher.
1: Yeah, you could be nurse if That's you for- happen to be named Joy. Yeah.
0: Yep. All the nurses are the same person. All the police women are the same person. If you go by the TV series. Well, they're not. They're cousins that just happen to be identical, sound the same, act the same. Have the same name. Are never seen in the same place at the same time.
2: It's kind of like the the Forrest Gump method of naming. It was the most beautiful name I could think of. (laughs) Jenny! (laughs) And you haven't seen Forrest Gump, have you? I've not, have I? You really should. I should.
0: But yes, we're we're, getting off track. Straying slightly. So yes, you go out and you've got to try and build up a crack team of six of your favourite, or at least strongest, Pokemon to battle gym leaders, get eight badges, and then move on to the Elite Four, who are, you know... It's like a
2: Pokemon championship.
0: Pretty much, yeah. You
2: go from town to town proving your mettle against various gym leaders who each have a specific type of Pokemon that they fight with. Uh, Types of Pokemon are more effective or less effective against one another. Kind and of like the rock, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors, water scissors
0: analogy. Water is, better, water is better against fire. Fire but, is better against grass. Yeah, grass don't send, better send,
2: better send that water Pokemon against electricity because, yep. current in water. Flying, bad against electricity. Flying, great against bugs, though. Yeah, because electricity, nom nom.
0: electricity doesn't affect ground types. Yeah,
2: so there's quite a lot of kind of matching what you hope is a balanced team of Pokemon abilities and types in order to fight as broad a number of Pokemon you'll come across which is kind of the test when you get to the final Elite Four, because they all have weird-ass Pokémon!
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, But you're also um, followed every step of the way, essentially, by your rival, who you get to name, so... (laughs) Yeah, I think everyone here was followed around by, like, Dick's Oak or something. Crap bag. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Mine was was Dork, (laughs) because
0: I wasn't a very offensive young
2: man, so... I couldn't think of a worse name than Dork for somebody I didn't like.
0: It, it In mine it, it mine, it was Charles.
1: Well, you're talking about your, your youth. I'm talking about now, because I did play the first <laughs> Pokemon when it came out, but I didn't really get... I didn't even get to the first gym. Right. But with the recent re-release of Gold and SoulSilver, and the fact that everyone I know Hi. has bought this fucking game, I've decided to have another go at Pokemon. So... When I say crap bag, that's not <laughs> me speaking as a reckless youth of old, that's me speaking as a 30-year-old man <laughs> who has named a small child crap bag. A small digital life. Stop Stop waving your poker walker at me, Jack, it's going out the fucking window.
0: Okay, I put it down now. You
1: know the rule about poker walkers in my home. I, I do, sir, yes.
0: <laughs> but yes, and, and he, follow, he this, uh, this rival of yours is the grandson of the same professor, the same creepy old man that sends you out into the world with nothing but, like, a couple of quid and...
1: That's another job you can have. What's that? You can study Pokemon.
0: That's true, but I think everyone studies because Pokemon. Because it's important. But become
1: a professor of oh, Pokemon true. studies. But you can
0: only do that if you're really old. Yeah. Or if your last name is the same as a tree. So really, I mean, your rival's getting ready to do it, because he's got the last name Oak.
2: He's being trained up to replace Professor Oak. Pretty much. Professor yeah. Oak doesn't need replacing. He's going to live forever. <laughs>
0: So yeah, that's pretty much the plot. It's it's a pretty simple one. You travel the world, beating up, you know, different gym leaders and trainers, and foiling some evil organization called Team Rocket, who want to use Pokemon to like rule the world in some very badly it, set It's never, plan. it's
2: not, not ever anything that sinister. They'd they'd like to take the uh, take over the world, but the plans you always seem to come across are much more local in nature. Like we're going to take over the world, but first we're going to take over this shop. And you go in, and there's a couple of mooks and they've invariably got an Ekans or a a Coughing, which are two Pokemon. I loved Coughing. And you've got to you've got to scare them out the shop, like sort of an old lady chasing youths from her store with a broom, <laughs> broom wouldn't be enough. No, you've got to go and get your animals and beat the shit out of their animals. And when you've defeated these Team Rocket guys in single combat with their animals, they go ah. This 13-year-old just beat up my animal. I guess my career as a criminal has come to a close. And leave. This makes perfect logical sense. In the world of Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Because once once your your Pokemon has been beaten up by a 13-year-old, God forbid you just go and duff him over with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thinking doesn't
1: occur in the world of Pokemon. But right? it should. Yeah, this is every problem, every dispute seems to be settled with a Pokemon <laughs> battle. This yep. is
2: something I've noticed. Just... Just shoot one another. <laughs> Gun crime would skyrocket if I, re- if
1: I wrote Pokemon. Now, it's worth pointing out that Pokemon started out as a Game Boy game. Yes. This was very much a portable pocket game. Pocket monsters,
0: pocket yep. game. Back in the, the original giant, blocky, Soviet house brick Game Boy.
1: <laughs> the best Game Boy. Absolutely. It's the only one that could double as a lethal weapon.
0: Yep. Now...
1: We say we're talking primarily about Red and Blue. Now, is that because Red and Blue were the first Pokemons? Because I will hold my hand up here. Full disclosure, I'm the guy who doesn't really know what we're talking about this
0: week. Yeah, for once me and Troy are in the driver's seat.
2: Ah, look out, we're going for a ditch. We're
0: going for Acapulco. So, were Red and Blue the first, or were they the first
2: outside of Japan? I think they
1: were the first outside of Japan. They were were definitely the first outside of Japan, and...
0: Oh Just yeah, green. Green is, we- is what I was thinking of.
2: Leaf Green came out overseas, but I think mm. Green was actually a release title in Japan. Yeah, but that's I, don't, what I, was I think
0: that was well after um, Red and Blue. Essentially, you had I think Red and Blue were definitely the release, the first to be released outside of Japan, and I yeah. think mm. they were the first to be released in Japan as well. Oh, Fair, fairly, certain. I can check. You can. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Let's do some maths.
0: Okay. I'm fairly certain it was. But basically, I think it went Red, Blue, then Yellow, where you could walk around with your Pikachu around you.
2: Because now, what did that come out after?
0: Well, yellow. Yeah, came out after red and blue.
2: No, no, it came out after the show. Yes, where young aspiring Pokemon trainer Ash Ketchum basically takes on the role we've described already. He is the player, effectively, and he's got some bitch tripping Pokemon called Pikachu. And I never understood why he didn't give him a name. Just called him Pikachu. It's just called him Pikachu. Well, I never I never No one my... gave anyone a name in the show. Oh, I don't no. know. there were a few trainers that actually named their Pokemon.
0: Absolutely. Watch If you watch the movie, most of them have nicknames.
2: But if you watch the show, Ekans is
1: Ekans, Coffin is Coffin. Yeah, Koffin. true. It seems the majority don't name their Pokemon. Hmm.
0: Um, Yeah. Wait, it, we were going somewhere with I, that. I never nicknamed mine in the games.
1: But yes, the show came oh, yeah, out. Yeah, Pikachu yeah. Became, yeah. Out.
2: became wildly popular, and Yellow existed. Yellow existed afterwards because suddenly every every kid wanted a Pokemon, a, a Pikachu as their first Pokemon, what? and more specifically, they wanted to wander the world with this Custed squeaky rat bastard. rat bastard chasing them around outside their. Po- oh, I.
0: But after that, oh, after God. Yellow, Pikachu. After Yellow. That is when green was released, I believe, which basically meant you could take one of the starting Pokemon from red and blue. Aye. So Bulbasaur, which was a frog with a plant growing out of its spine. That makes sense. Charmander, which was a a salamander with its tail on fire.
2: Yep. Beginning the long and honorable tradition of the fire-type Pokemons being animal plus fire.
0: And Squirtle, which was just a turtle with... A really long, swishy tail.
2: Yeah, so we could use Tail Whip.
0: Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> tail Whip. And, yeah, it basically, uh, Green version let you pick one of those three and it followed you around, much as Pikachu did in Yellow version. Oh, that's cool. At least I think that's how it happened. I, I don't think Green was released over here.
2: I don't, I'm fairly certain that Green I, was I had an Japanese. emulator
0: for it, but, you know.
1: Incidentally, uh, Red and Green were the first ones out in Japan. Really? Yes. Ah. They were then followed by an enhanced game, an updated game, called Blue.
0: Which Uh. was then
1: reprogrammed, repackaged, and released internationally as Red and Blue.
0: Right, okay.
1: Uh, Yellow then came later, uh, and that was the first one for the Game Boy Color.
0: Yes, Um, yellow you could only get on the Game Boy Color. Mm. The first two were Game Boy originally... When you put them in the Game Boy Color, it added color to it or something? Yes, a yeah. lot of the... Not very much, my No, you. it was like reds no. and greens. Oh, there you go.
1: A lot of the original games had little packets of data in the Game Boy Color, told the Game Boy Color how to interpret their sprites in color. Mm. So they kind of retroactively programmed the games to be in color. So when you chucked them into the Game Boy Color, you got a little bit of color out yeah. of them. Which was a neat feature of the console.
0: It was was mostly like reds and greens, though. So,
1: which was good
2: for red and green. Yeah, but red and blue, not so much. If I recall correctly, the cities that you went into actually changed colour depending on the Pokemon that the gym leader used.
0: Yes, and they were all named after things like um, the red and blue. Each city was named after. Colour, I think it was. It was, yeah. It was sort of a very weird naming for colour. So you had pewter city,
2: viridian, uh, cerulean,
0: cerulean, vermilion, saffron. Um. So yeah, it was and, and others.
2: Lol,
1: colours. And you come from Pallet
0: Town. Pallet Town, yeah. Which
1: is all colours.
0: Yep. Um,
2: and oh enough- my god! For the longest time, I've been what? Why didn't Palette Town follow the naming convention? <laughs> Oh, well, and king then you look at derps. then
0: you look at gold and silver, mm. where the towns are uh, violet, azalea, uh, cyanwood, uh, ecruteak or ecrutiac I never know how to um, mahogany that sort of thing. So they're all plants, trees that sort of yeah. thing. And the town you come from is New Bark Town. Uh, bah. so the
1: the release structure for Pokemon seems to do they do. Color and color, yeah. And then a little while later, they do special edition.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's Mm. exactly how it goes down. um, Which lets it always adds a little, a few extra things. Uh, Yellow added a little bit, like you know, color. You started off with a Pikachu, yep. um, And it followed you around. Different Pokemon learned different things. There was a few. There were a few sort of changed plot um, lines and things like that. Yep. Um, Yeah, it was quite good, but. Gold and Silver also had its own specialized version called Crystal, mm-hmm. which had its own little plotline where you went after um, the legendary dog, um, Su- Suicune, Swissoon God knows how that's supposed to be pronounced.
1: And one of the other things that's always added in the special editions
2: is more Pokemons. Yes. Oh. That's all I
0: have to say on this. <laughs> they, they just went insane. They did. I mean, to start off with. 150 Pokemon. Sounds like a lot when you've got to catch them one by one. <laughs> but you've got to remember Red and Blue had different Pokemon that you couldn't catch on either one, so you needed to find a friend or, in my case, a relative who could be bribed easily.
1: Hence what I was saying earlier about the it's a collective ex- yeah, multiplayer
0: experience. Absolutely. You need, you need both versions of the game to get everything out of it.
1: And two consoles as well. Yes. You can't just own both copies no.
0: yourself. You can't save it onto one, yeah. Um, gold and Silver, then they went up to 250. Mm-hmm. And then, I believe that's when they started doing um, special events, where they would essentially transmit new Pokemon at special events, where you sort of met up in London somewhere, and you'd be given a code that you could put into the game that would give you a rare Pokemon. As early as Gold and Silver? Cause... I think it was, because that's when uh, Celebi came into it, Yeah. But... which was a Grass Psychic type. So that definitely... would have
1: been special
2: events where you got them by cable?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, Oh, that's horrible.
0: Yeah.
2: Having to individually ca- be cabled up to an, a Nintendo representative. Wow. Whose job they, they all fact, day.
0: They may in fact have done it for Red and Blue with uh, with Mew. <laughs> I, I don't think they did, but it could no, have Mew
2: happened. was released in Japan, I'm fairly certain, yeah. at release parties, but I don't know more than that. Which was
0: the sort of super secret Pokemon number 151.
1: Yeah. And here is the true secret of Pokemon and its success. The Gotta 'em All mindset. Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pokemon appeals to incredibly OCD people
0: <laughs> who and have people got who can't turn down all. challenges.
2: Hi.
0: Hello. I escaped. Hey, hey Troy, what version of Pokemon are you playing at the moment?
2: Soul Silver. What? You're gurning at me.
0: Well, I got heart gold.
2: Yeah, so we can trade. We can totally catch them all. No, because then we've got to have uh, Pearl and Diamond as well. And I've got Pearl. And then we need to be able to transfer some of our Pokemon from Red and Blue, the originals, on the Game Boy card in an older DS, because the DSi doesn't have a Game Boy cartridge slot in it. So you have to DSi have a friend. Yes,
1: does. DSI doesn't have one for. Um... No, no, DSI doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah. No. So
2: you've got to have a friend with either an old, yeah, with an old um, DS or a DS Lite, or, or a purchase one yourself, for example, and uh, to be able to trade some of the oldest Pokemon back into your into your coven, as it were. Yeah. And that's the only way to catch them all. And Jack, you have got an old DS, so you've got a Game Boy cartridge. I do. I also slot.
0: have Pokemon Blue kicking around somewhere. You should. Or I'm going to eBay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting that, isn't it?
2: Ah,
1: Nintendo. And what you're seeing here is an insight into the mindset of Pokemon players.
0: Pokemaniacs. Oh,
2: don't yeah. even say that. I think it's, it's been ably covered in Penny Arcade. Well, oh yeah, you've got three kinds of people that play Pokemon.
0: I think that as each edition of Pokemon has uh, come out, more and more fans slowly sort of drift back and go, wait, what? the original 150 Pokemon, there were certain Pokemon there that made me sort of stop and go, hang on, wait, seriously? Mr. And Mime! Also,
1: especially <laughs> in the first few Pokemon, the names were kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but they made a certain amount of sense, yeah, such absolutely. As Ekans is just an anagram or snake.
0: Well, it's snake backwards. And exactly. Arbok yeah. is... Cobra is Z- backwards. Yeah, with a K.
1: Yeah, and you had there was Voltorb, who was an orb that was electrified, Yep, and things like that. Exactly, yeah. Pikachu, no.
0: Um, It's uh, Japanese, means flashing mouse.
1: Oh, does it mean flashing mouse? Okay, it does make sense. Uh, Because I knew Raichu made sense, but I didn't know Pikachu made sense. Uh,
0: Pika means uh, flash like an intermittent light. We hadn't even mentioned evolution at this point. Yes, sorry, wow, (laughs) hopefully not. Um, Yeah, Uh, Pokemon, not too uh, popular with the creationists, despite its really bizarre very, very bizarre, in fact, um, view of evolution.
1: I don't know, it could be popular enough for disproving evolution yes. by presenting such a
0: wildly ridiculous concept. Basically, if you keep training one of your Pokemon up enough and keep getting into more and more fights where it wins and, you know, eats more opponents... doesn't eat them, just just faints did.
2: them. You've
0: got to remember, most of my Pokemon had bites in gold and silver. Oh, yeah. They, they'd eat their opponents. It will eventually... Evolve into a bigger, stronger Pokémon spontaneously. This
1: Spon- does not take uh, a period of time. It's just suddenly it will start evolving, and you have to rapidly tap B to prevent well, it. Well, no,
0: just, you need to press just B. You just need to press B once. Oh, I thought you need to tap it. No, oh, no you just there you go. Press showing B my ignorance. Uh, but most people would just rampant, rapidly rapidly it going, "No, Pikachu, no!" Which oh, is, that's where, where I've seen which it is then. Weird because Pikachu wouldn't evolve unless you used a Thunderstone on it. but Anyway, yeah, some some of them needed little extra ingredients to make them evolve. For example, Pikachu. Because that's how evolution works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, specifically, it always makes me rage. It always makes me rage out every time I see, huh? Totodile stopped evolving. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, Basically, that that's essentially how evolution would. It would eventually turn into a bigger, stronger Pokémon. This could be a, a minor thing, like Voltorb, for example when he evolved, turned into Electrode, which was a bigger Voltorb with the colours inverted. So instead of being red on top, white on the bottom, was white on top, red on the bottom. What was he? That was it.
2: White on the top, red on the bottom as Voltorb?
0: No, no, he was red on top as Voltorb. Uh... And basically that was it. Um, all the way up to, I don't know, Magikarp being one of the most ridiculous and stupid Pokemon available. It has one move called Splash. Attack. It does zero damage. And in fact, when you use it, it says, but nothing happened. That's that's all it does. I know so many people who tr- used Magikarp Splash Attack hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times hoping that there was like a percentage of a chance. Because it said, but nothing happened. Maybe this time it would be different.
2: Something would happen. No. no, In, no. in 2010, nothing. Magikarp used Splash and nothing happened.
0: But when you reach level 20 with Magikarp, which is difficult to do because you can't hurt anyone, you need to sort of put him into battle, then bring him out and use a Pokemon that can actually do shit, he will turn into Gyarados, which is a 40-foot-long sea serpent that can breathe fire and fly and, you know, shoot lightning out its ass.
2: So he kind of lucks out in the evolution lottery. Exactly. Tiny tiny fish. Huge dragon. Exactly. And that's how evolution
1: works.
0: Precisely that,
1: Yes. But the road we were on until we went down this evolutionary dirt trail... Oh, gosh, yeah. ...was how the stable of Pokemon, the Pokemon library, the Pokedex, as it yeah. were, continued to expand and grow and draw into the fold ever-increasingly stupid creations. Well, we went
0: from 150, where I think the, yeah, I think you hit it on the head that the stupidest Pokemon there was Mr. Mime. Or Jinx. Oh, oh Jinx, Jinx. Jinx, who
2: was... Awful in every. Jinx was basically just.
0: It, Jinx was a uh, a racial caricature, mm. a very imagine... ra- a very racist caricature in like red opera armor. Yes,
2: uh, I've seen it. Uh, for Mr. For our for our listeners, you know, imagine the housekeeper from Tom and Jerry, if she were a monster. Yeah, kind <laughs> and of.
0: Mister Mime, who looks like a clown that you would never leave with your children.
2: <laughs> I'd never leave a clown with my children. No,
0: but even even in a public place. Cheltenham Spa! Cheltenham Spa, we've got to stop for a moment. Oh, yep. Our, our election is returning. Oh my we god. Shall I, see- return. I see Mickey Mouse. Okay.
2: And we're back
1: with a Liberal Democrat yes. government in our home constituency. So we're extremely pleased right Hooray now. Hooray for incumbent
0: governments. <laughs>
1: in fact, increasing majority. Yes. But, yeah. We were talking about ridiculous fucking Pokemons.
0: Yeah. Well, gold and silver then rolled around, which added another 100 Pokemon. Well, what I was about
1: to say is there were ridiculous Pokemons in the very early games. Oh, yeah, yeah that absolutely. That were great.
0: Yeah, they, they did stuff that was... Farfetch'd. farfetch wasn't ridiculous. It was a duck with a leek. cubo, pretty really ridiculous. A dog in a helmet. Psyduck. Duh. Psyduck <laughs> is a genius. Psyduck is one of my Psyduck favorite Pokemon. Psyduck Pokemons. is the
2: friggin' Rain Man of Pokemon. Yep.
0: It's a duck that has a constant headache and a 20,000-yard stare that just... It, That's all it does is just stare into the distance. Yeah. But get into a fight, and he can use Scratch, he can spit water at you, or Mm -hmm. he can explode your brain with telekinetic powers. Yep. Holy shit.
1: This is what I was going to say, is Pokemon is a franchise that has expanded and exploded in billions of directions. And whilst I've never played the core Pokemon game, Mm -hmm. I did for a while have a a fairly healthy relationship with pokemon stadium yes which is a great game it's just the battles
0: can press down and with better graphics exactly
1: uh which i used to play with a former girlfriend of mine Hmm. because she loved it and i like games yeah (laughs) and this was one of the the few intersections between (laughs) our passions in terms of video games uh, so we used to play a lot of Pokémon Stadium, and I used to just always go for the fucked up team of yeah. Gengar, Farfetch'd, Psyduck, uh, Muck.
0: Although, funny you should mention that Gengar is in my uh, team in Gold uh, Heart Gold at the moment.
1: As well, he should be. Gengar
0: is also. Awesome. He's in fact, I believe, the number one in my team at the moment because no motherfucker can hit him because he's a ghost. Yep.
1: <laughs> but then, along came the the sort of second rater Pokémon, Gold
0: and Silver didn't. It's not too bad. Gold and silver, I can still deal with it. But some of them are...
2: Ridiculous.
0: Yes, yeah, some of them are pretty
2: pretty awful. Say what you like, but gold and silver that gave us, you know, hoot hoot. It's an owl. It stands on one leg most of the time. It has two, but
1: it likes one. All of one. the time. Yeah.
2: And he swaps them so rapidly you'll never notice. Right, exactly. But we look at that, and then you look at, uh, was it Diamond and Pearl, where we got Mudkip.
0: Oh, no, no. That was the one. That was um, Ruby and Sapphire. Was it? This, this is how I judge how Pokemon's going to go. I look at the starting Pokemon. Yeah. All right. So if you look at Red, Red and Blue. Yeah. Your starting Pokemon were Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, and three coolest. They starting are awesome. They are absolutely brilliant. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sad with any of those three. Bulbasaur is my favourite, but they're all awesome. You took Grass. I always, I always used to take Grass. Um, Gold and Silver is the only exception to that. Uh, Gold and Silver, you got Togedile who is a water type that's a crocodile, who turns into a really big crocodile with giant fangs and claws. Fuck yes, I took that one. (laughs) You had Cyndaquil, which is... Imagine a hedgehog, but instead of, like, spikes, fire. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Who turns into, essentially, a giant bear covered in fire. Uh, And the grass type is... uh, uh, Chikorita or Chikorita? Chikorita. 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 Who... How would... I always imagined chikorita to look something like a kidney bean. Yeah, pretty much a kidney bean with a leaf on its head. Yeah, and it kicks ass. It's you've got
2: a chikorita, haven't you? Yes. You monster! Look at it. It looks like somebody's
0: dropped a doorknob at the bottom necklace. of a sock. Know, it does. Then get better when it evolves. It essentially turns into a brachiosaurus. That shoots like razor sharp leaves out of its face. A smiling brachiosaurus. A smiling brachiosaurus that shoots a solar powered beam of photosynthetic power into people's like eyes.
1: Do you know why that brachiosaurus is smiling? Because he's winning. Because he knows he's a brachiosaurus.
0: <sighs> you Do not you not know smile? What? I'll I'll send a Charizard after him. And then you look at Ruby and Sapphire starting Pokemon. This was, this is third generation Pokemon. This is where we started getting things like nose pass. <laughs> and if you don't know what Nosepass is, it's a Pokemon that is an Easter Island head with an oversized nose.
2: We can't make this shit up. Yeah, it, I've seen a picture of it. It involves it, evol- it evolves
0: into Probopass, which is basically a really worrying looking well, it's basically it's a giant nose with a little mustache. Uh. yeah. It's it's a bit Mmm awkward looking. <laughs> um and the starting Pokemon there, were your water type was Mudkip. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's what we need, is a Mudskipper type Pokemon. You had Trico, was your grass type, was a gecko. And your fire type was Torchic, which is, take a canary, set it on fire. Where did Chimchar come in, then? Which... Pearl and Diamond.
2: Oh, that's fourth generation, isn't fourth it? Fourth
0: generation, Pearl and Diamond, where you start, basically, they gave up on making Pokemon that look like animals, and just basically made... Take a robot, put a dinosaur inside the robot, and put a spike on it. There you go. That's, those are your new those are your new 100 Pokemon.
1: Now, seeing as we're talking about the generations, this mm-hmm. is your chance to defend Pokemon to me. Because I'm going to once again express my belief that first generation, mm-hmm. you play a kid who is given a Pokedex by a professor. Yep. Given a starting Pokemon, choice depending on which one you buy. Yep. And then you're sent out into the wild to collect Pokemons for him, you train up your team, you battle the gym leaders, and the idea is to become the best Pokemon trainer. Yeah. Second generation, (coughs) same thing.
0: Second generation, ah, slightly different. Ever so slightly different. You're not a Pokemon trainer to start off with. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You are given a Pokemon to protect you against other Pokemon. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and you're basically just give. It's meant to be a delivery boy That takes uh, an egg to a guy called Mr. Pokemon He's that obsessed with these little, oh, yeah, yeah, these yeah, little yeah. fuckers And you head off to deliver this egg Because this is Gold and Silver This, yeah, is, this is the this one we're actually silver. playing this is, this is the one I'm playing through at the moment When you gets to Mr. Pokemon he says Yes, that is an egg and it's pretty cool And then mm. Oak turns up Who's just happy to go by He goes, ah, your Pokemon really likes you And you go, oh, cool he goes, Here's a Pokedex Cheers He doesn't say go out and use it He just says, here's mm. a Pokedex Then you take the egg back to uh, Professor Elm, who's your resident creepy man in a lab. Yeah. (laughs) Where it turns out he's been broken into. Yes. And one of his Pokemon's been stolen. It's always the type that's good against yours. If you take the water type, then the grass type will have been stolen. Mm. If you take the 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 grass type, the fire type, and so on. And there is where your rival is, who is not the rival has changed very uh, greatly. It's not your. It's not the professor's grandson who's sort of got this rival with you because you've both grown up in the same town, and he always wants to try and outdo you. It's that sort of impish childhood rivalry. Yeah. In this one, your rival is literally he broke in, stole a Pokemon, and basically just runs around beating the crap out of Pokemon to try and get them yeah. to obey him. He's a bit of a knob.
1: Really. But if if you take the, the that layer, that top layer, you play a kid who is given a pokemon given a pokédex goes around there a is a rival yeah. you go around you catch pokemon you train you beat the gym leaders and yeah absolutely yeah so it it is a kind of a rehash of the same format every it generation is, if you look
0: at it in the really basic terms but if you look at it in the really basic terms that's every video game ever
2: every video game <laughs> franchise every, ever. every genre really
0: yeah it's not yeah not even franchises most genres will stick to that specific a specific route mm Call of Duty, Doom, Grand Theft I'm, I'm shooting bad guys. Grand, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, Saints Row, these sort of sandbox crime mm. games all stick to a very similar thing. They make different changes on it, absolutely, mm-hmm. but at their heart, you know, start off with nothing, do missions, gain respect, end up owning the city. Yeah, no, I see your point. It's the little things that change and they that get added, taken away, flipped around... I suppose it's just,
1: to me, the storyline of Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, San Andreas, and... Oh, brilliant, yeah. um, Um, ...4, they're continual throughout, and it's constantly a different storyline, whereas Pokemon always feels to me the first five minutes, the setup...
0: Yeah.
1: ...is different. The
0: setup's the same, because it has to take into account that you may not have played the previous one. Yeah. If you play Red and Blue and then Gold and Silver, it's very interesting, because... When you start getting into the plot, it's set set three years after. Yeah, and you start getting into the messes that your counterpart in Red and Blue. Now, this is what I'm asking: is as
1: far as I could always tell, you get that first five minutes up until you are released into the world and told the the next gym is in this town. Off you go. Yeah, and from then on, I've never played through a game beyond that point Mm -hmm. because, as far as I could see, all that was coming up was here's the next gym, beat that gym, there's the next gym, beat that gym, gym. Yeah. there's the next gym, beat that gym. And, and there was what, no
0: plot. That was pretty much what Red and Blue was, was. Beat this gym, beat this gym, beat your rival, beat this gym, beat this gym, beat your rival, beat Team Rocket. Yeah. That sort of thing. Gold, uh, gold and Silver, it's got that same sort of thing to it. And then you start getting into this whole, the plot being left behind, you start meeting characters from Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the gym leaders from Red and Blue beco- sort of moves up in the world, becomes a member of the Elite Four. Right. Um and also, basically, once you've beaten the Elite Four in Gold and Silver, um, the final, funnily enough, the final challenge in Gold and Silver is the Pokemon Trainer from Red and Blue. Uh. You fight your, yourself, essentially, from three mm. years ago. But it's you're two different characters, you know, that sort of thing. But you, you play against the guy you would have been in Red and Blue. Yes. Which is a very interesting fight, because you know you're the best. <laughs> so what better way to know that you are now better than to beat yourself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I could go into like how much of a dick the red and blue protagonist is, with his rival. Like, it's it's something that's always always stuck in my mind. When you, there is a town you can go to. Where uh, it's sort of full of ghost Pokemon, mm. and people go there, it's sort of like a giant Pokemon cemetery. Mm-hmm. And you, when you get there, your rival is there, challenges you to a fight, and says, "Have you ever had one of your Pokemon die before?" And when you fight him, he's not got one of the Pokemon he used to have. He no longer has his Raticate. And there's a big theory going around that basically the last time you dueled him, he couldn't get to a Pokemon center in time. His Raticate died. He stops being all childish and he starts getting really serious. Every time you see him from then on, he's not like, ah, smell you later. He gets really serious. It's like, yeah, you killed his Pokemon. The only death in this game. What a dick (laughs) you are. So he vows then and there that he will become the Pokemon League champion. And he does. Your rival beats the Elite Four before you do. Hmm. And he becomes the champion. Five minutes later, you beat the Elite Four, and he's your last challenge. Yeah, he beats the Elite Four. He becomes the champion. Five minutes later, he's dethroned by you. And then Professor Oak comes along and goes, Wow, main character, you did brilliantly. Oh, my grandson, I'm very disappointed in you. You don't understand how Pokemon feels. So, you kill his Pokemon... (laughs) You take away his only achievement five minutes after he gets it, <laughs> Oh, and you steal the love of his grandfather, his only living relative.
2: So Jerry Bruckheim is producing?
0: Yeah, basically, Red, if you're playing Red, or Blue, if you're Blue, the protagonist's default Yeah, is a dick. Absolute dick to his rival. Whereas the guy in Golden Silver totally deserves it.
1: Hmm. Well, that's fair enough. That's more plot than I was ever expecting to hear Bearing in a Pokemon in mind, this game. is
0: entirely reading a lot of it into it.
1: Yeah, admittedly. But, yeah. but still, what is actually there is more than I was expecting.
0: Yeah. And there are other little things. It's, it's always worth just playing through it, each one. Maybe skip, you know, ruby, sapphire, pearl, diamond, pearl crystal, diamond fun. uh... Platinum.
1: Pretty much. Surely the advice should be, buy whatever the latest version is whenever you hear this. Yeah. And if you enjoy it, go back through the archives <coughs> yeah, to catch them I'd all. I'd suggest,
0: play Gold and Silver. Uh, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. Because my favourite side of all the... My favourite was always the second generation. Gold and Silver. And this is Gold and Silver with slightly nicer graphics, with a few added plot twists, a couple of new Pokemon, but nothing too ridiculous.
2: And a Pokewalker.
0: Pokewalker is just a really nice little you know, addition things, especially if you're a bit of a health freak. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it's just generally a much... It's a much better game. There's more to it. There's a lot more to do. I mean, I've, I'm about halfway through now. No, I'm not, even, I'm not even halfway through. About a third of the way through, and I've been playing for 27 hours. Uh, this, this is not a Game Boy game.
1: I mean, that's... In one way, it's a recommendation. You will yeah. get a lot of gameplay out of this game. Another thing is... I don't know. From my point of view, that's, oh, this is interminable
0: it's it's play every, every now and again and then you start, when you start really getting into it and realising, mm. oh I really like this Pokemon train it up, train it up, bring it into your party make it more of a mainstay then you find something better and you replace it and you start sort of fine tweaking your team it's for people that really have that sort of wanting to build the ultimate ass kicking team in an RPG style thing yeah. like bridge officers.
1: Yeah. I get that but, I don't know Pokemon has yet to grab me, I am still playing Soul Silver. it's worth pointing out mm-hmm. I've made it past the first gem that's the furthest I've ever been and in a well Pokemon done. game. <laughs> well done. So we shall see what I feel down the line. Mm. And maybe there shall be updates on future shows.
0: Or we just put <laughs> it in the forums, just how what we've done in Pokemon today. Yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> Man, my forum updates would come few <laughs> and
2: far between. Yeah. The day I caught a Meowth, I called it Meowth. I'm doing far more playing He's got hot Dragon gold, Age. Oh, can't and... catch
0: Meowth. you said Soul Silver. Oh, you've got Soul Silver, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, I thought you had gold.
2: We've got Meowths, like uh, all the cool kids.
0: <laughs> I've got. The clap, I, I forget what I get instead of meows.
2: You have my total
1: and utter lack of respect. That's yeah. what you have. <laughs> yeah, not related to the game you're playing. <laughs> so that's Pokemon, the core games. Yeah, but we were talking earlier. There's a broad franchise. Oh,
0: there's a TV series. There's other. There's the N64 games: Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap, um, Pokemon the movies. Coliseum, the, the movies, the TV series. We went, Yeah. Uh, there's a There's a fifth generation game coming out soon. Uh, Pokemon Black and White, <laughs> which I know nothing about, other than Pokemon Black and White was—I remember—rumoured around the bloody playground when Red and Blue came out. Uh, that Black and White was going to be the game where you played as Team Rocket, you played as the bad guys. Mm.
1: But they've, I think they've... we're all missing the, the big part of the franchise, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the card game. Oh
0: God, Pokemon ah. cards! That. See, I said, oh, I forgot about them. They still exist. They're still yeah. for sale. They've come back again with Hot Gold and Soul Silver decks.
1: Yep. And this is where Pokemon really made its name, made itself famous, was in the playgrounds Mm -hmm. as a trading card game. And it it doesn't feel to me that those sorts of trading card games for kids were that common when Pokemon came out. I mean, you had Top Trumps, Mm -hmm. and that was more or less the limit of it, as far as I can tell. Yeah, and that was remarkably simple. But... There was magic and things for... Oh, and yeah. the Decipher CCGs for grown-ups. Mm. And then along comes Pokemon, sitting firmly in the middle between the two, going, this is a CCG for kids. Yeah. And oh, shit, the world went crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm quite curious now as to how expensive the most expensive Pokemon card ever...
0: It was pretty bad.
1: ...got. But I do remember seeing, you know, things trading for... <laughs> Stupid amounts of oh, money.
0: As, trading cards will sell for a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I know this as a, you know, current...
1: Yu-Gi-Oh! player. I,
0: I'm a Yu-Gi-Oh! addict, and I am completely unashamed of this. Completely That's a shame. i utterly unashamed of this. I didn't bring... Jack, I how many two... decks
2: were you carrying in your pockets the other day?
0: The other day? Yeah. Uh, I took... Oh, I only took a couple of those. About five... I five five decks is more with... than a couple. It is. I had five decks with me the other day. I've got two with me today. You've actually in... got them with you. Yeah. This is just. In... This is just in case I get like challenged to a duel by an evil Egyptian spirit like, randomly on the street. I don't want to be caught out with no deck. It's not my best deck, but you know. It's sort of like a... Well, if
1: you're expecting to be challenged by spirits, why the fuck aren't you carrying your
0: best deck? It's not about the cards in your deck. It's about your skill as a duelist and whether you believe in the heart of the cards. And the cards in your deck. Cards... See, see you, are, you are just like Kyber. Oh you are my just like Seto Kaiba It's not all about is the more continuity. retarded
2: than Pokemon
0: <laughs> Yes, yes it is But uh. also, no it isn't But also, yes it is
2: And is Kyber a good guy or a bad guy?
0: Yes
1: Excellent, that sounds like me
0: Yeah. He's a bad guy But we like him because he basically goes Shut up about all this magic, the only thing that matters is money And having the best cards
1: I agree with him
0: Yeah Okay, good. He bought out his own father's company, he was 13, and drove his adoptive father to suicide. Now,
1: Yu-Gi-Oh!, <laughs> did that come from Pokemon? Was that a direct no, no, response to... No, 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 to... no, um, it's... no. No, not as in part <coughs> of the mythos. I mean, the fact that it's no. a trading card game.
0: No, um, Yu-Gi-Oh!, really, it started uh, right about the same time, 1996. Mm. Um, which is about the same time the video games came out, which is long before the, the cards. Mm. And when Yu-Gi-Oh! started up, it had nothing to do with uh, card games. It was all to do with just Games in general Oh right um, If you sort of read The original manga It's a bit basic. It's basically like Saw meets I don't know What's a good thing That has someone Getting possessed By an evil spirit Saw meets busters. The Exorcist Meets like Buffy Okay There you go That's how it started off hmm. And it had things like You know Explosive Table Ice hockey But we digress Yes we do Absolutely
1: Primarily yeah Pokemon Card game Madness, insanity, stand, Absolute didn't madness. and indeed it was another perfect example of their gotta-catch-them-all mentality. Yeah. And you know what, This a, is what Nintendo did.
0: In a really perverse, self-connecting twist of fate, mm. I never owned any Pokemon cards. Do you know why? Why? Because I owned Pokemon, the trading card game, the, On game, the game Boy, Boy.
1: Game. Yes, they did that, I, I remember that. And I owned because you
0: know what? Never had to buy any cards. <laughs> I just had to win them in duels against virtual opponents.
1: Wow. I'm wow. a genius. And uh, let's just close out on perhaps the... Uh, well, the Pokemon franchise uh, product that had the most effect on my life, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Super Smash Brothers Brawl.
0: Melee and original. Yes. Oh, yeah. Electric oh.
1: rat. Electric bastard. rat bastard. <laughs> ah. Same ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Played Pikachu exclusively. And was very good.
0: It could be worse. I mean, you could have have been soundly thrashed by, like, I don't know, a guy playing as Jigglypuff. I mean, I don't know if I'd been able to to live with the shame of being beaten by a guy who just played as Jigglypuff.
1: You say that, I largely play as Jigglypuff.
0: Yeah, no, but I beat you soundly
1: with Jigglypuff. And and... I've beaten you soundly with Jigglypuff. Shush! (laughs) Ladies. Silence! Although, to be fair, I mostly played as
2: Kirby. Yeah. Which is pretty much the same The round pink thing Yeah God. As opposed to Jigglypuff The round pink the round thing The <laughs> uh.
1: Right, having killed Troy Just before he has to go to work Yeah, sorry about that dude, I think it's brain. time to sign off Yes So, for World 1 Stage 1 I have been Simon
2: I've been Jack The rock gym leader And Team Rocket's blasting off again
1: That was World 1 Stage 1 visit our website at worldnumber one onecom Join our forum, send us an email. Or follow us on Twitter at W1S1. And, of course, our thanks go to Power Glove for our theme tune.